to the 70th episode of You Bet. It is Friday, October 20th, 2023. Thank you for joining us today as we discuss sports betting tips, picks, and other good stuff. Everything discussed is for entertainment purposes only. It's always losing bet to bet where illegal. And remember to never bet what you cannot lose. The NFL fan survivor pool is down to two who can win it and one for show. So that's going to be exciting update there. We have some NFL college football picks for NFL and college football picks for you and a bit more. So uh, hang on for that. And also don't forget to check out our bonus picks and commentary on X at you bet underscore podcast and on Instagram at you bet podcast. So that's at X at you bet underscore podcast and Instagram, you bet podcast. So thanks for joining us today. Ready, set, hike. Let's see who's on the field today. Let's go over to you, Mike. How are you doing and how'd you do last week? Doing well. Uh, can't complain. Can't pick sports teams or bets to save my life, apparently. <laughs> oh, well, good. I'm glad you're, well, you're on this podcast. Yes, yes. I figure I'm going to contribute in... Uh, in more ways than just picks. How's that? Wow. Wow. After 70 episodes, you're going to finally do something? Yes. Wow. Uh, went two and six again <laughs> last week. Very proud of myself. Actually, I lied. Two and five. I only took seven picks. Uh, yeah. Got a lot of half teases right, which I don't think wins you anything. <laughs> so looking forward to finally writing the ship this week. Good. I'm sure you will. It does kind of ebb and flow. Last week was a bit rough. Dave, over to you. How did you do last week? Because, uh, it, like I said, it was a little rough out there. Yeah, the, the two upsets between San Francisco getting beat by Cleveland and then Philly losing. I mean, that that crushed a lot of people, and I'm sure Mike had both of those, too. So um, I went two and six, and really it was two and eight. Because Ooh. the super that's in there, you got the th uh, three units on the tees. That didn't even come close either. So it, it was a rough, rough week. But, but the Buffalo Bills beat the Giants. And that's all that matters to me right now because that's, right. that's survivor right. pool. I'm still rolling here, even though I'm going against ghost runners right now. <laughs> and that is impressive. <laughs> And that is yeah. impressive. La last week was uh, was tough. I think that that I think a lot of people probably felt it, like you mentioned, Dave. But I also took it not just on the from the Browns uh, beating the uh, 49ers, but also the Saints. Right? I think a lot of people were in on the Saints, and that just didn't didn't come through. Uh, so I actually I went three and three. So I just Ooh. got juiced. I, I I squeaked by. Had some wins here, uh, which was good. I took the you know, OSU. Of course, was it was a win. Uh, Duke was a nice win. Phillies was a win. So that was all lovely to see. Oh, and I, uh, I believe I won that under, I'm sorry. I forgot to mark this as a win. Oh my gosh. I'm going back and checking my notes. This is great. Four, four and three. So it's better than juiced. And I won a drink from Mike Ugh. because God. that under hit on the Cowboys chargers game. Defense. What's the, counter, what's the counter on the drinks now? Are you three to one? Ding. Oh, ding, ding, ding. Yes. What? I got to love. Yeah, that game within the first five minutes, both teams scored a touchdown. I'm like, perfect. This is exactly what I want to see. <laughs> and then they decided to go two and a half quarters with nothing. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to get shit faced. <laughs> Three. <laughs> Three to one. Let's right, see if we have anything else to uh, put together out there. Um, so let's get into it, guys. Let's get right into the. NFL survivor fan survivor pool. Uh, Dave, since you are the last man standing uh, from the podcast running against us ghosts, what do you pick for next week? I'm sorry, this week, this week. Yes, this week. Um, I'll tell you, this is uh, there's it's Seattle versus Arizona. The spreads eight. I'm purely looking at spread here right now. Uh, I, I don't think Seattle covers this. I, I really don't. But I think they do get the win. Um, I just think that Dobbs is playing sufficient enough to keep Arizona in games. And if they could stay close, I think they'll be okay. But in this case right here, I think Seattle uh, continues to, to beat them out. Don't see them as covering, though. So I would take them if you're going to take them. Money line's going to be thick. Uh, but for survivor pool uh, purposes here, I'm going to just take Seattle for the win. Nice, nice. 
So you got Seattle, and I wonder if anybody went with you. Let me check here. Oh, we got one of our two survivors left uh, did also pick Seattle. So let's see what they had to say. Hi, this is Kyle again. I'm back to pick another winner for week seven of the You Bet podcast NFL survival pool. I'm picking the Seattle Seahawks to beat the Cardinals. The cards are not very good, and I expect DK Metcalf and the Seahawks to bounce back after that Cincinnati loss last week and to get the dub this week. So let's go, Hawks. You know what? I, I, I Kyle, I love it, right? He actually says the full name of what this is correctly every time. Every time. He, that means something. He's, he's a smart kid. He's a very <laughs> smart kid. Uh, the... NFL fan survivor, you bet NFL fan survivor pool. Love it, Kyle. Keep it up and good luck to you with your Seahawks pick with Dave. We got one more. We got one more left. Here we are, week seven. Caleb in the motherfucking building. You bet podcast survivor pool. Um, just gonna go ahead and just get it out of the way. Buffalo Bills over the New England Patriots. Mac Jones, he's super bum. He's the bum of the bums. <laughs> like, why is Zappy playing yet? Anyway, Buffalo Bills over the Pats. Uh, I'm looking forward to my wings. I'll catch y'all on the flip side. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm surprised he hasn't picked the Bills yet. Yeah. There, there was a week where a lot of teams picked the Bills, and he he picked like Seattle that week. So it was it was funny watching those two. Like we kind of predicted who they would pick because every other game is very close. Like there's a lot of really close spreads in the NFL this week. Wow. Like, other than those two games, everything else is a spread of three or less. So, like for for Caleb, the first picks because he's done a great job and he's been great, you know, you know, sending in his uh, his bum ass picks. But <laughs> the uh, he's actually, if you look at what he's picked, the only two weeks where he went with the majority of people was week one when he went with Commanders, where there's a lot of people that went Commanders, and I'm looking at it right now. Look, uh, went week one with the Commanders, and then week five with the Dolphins. Every other week, he was like a lone man out there, or pretty much, you know, on on, a, on an island. And he's uh, taking some risks and it's paid off. So he did take Seahawks week three, which is why he couldn't take him this week. But I think his Bills pick is is as good as any out there right now. So uh, he's got a good chance to finally get his hands on those wings. Right. And he still has the Chiefs left, the Bengals left. Like he's got some good teams left. It's going to be a tough out. It's got to gotta be a got to be an upset. You know, yeah, you're right. Kyle's, Kyle's getting thin on teams, so he needs this to end quicker. Week 17 of the You Bet Survival <laughs> Contest. Caleb picks it's like I'm going Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Nobody's picked the Texans yet? <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Still available. They're three and three. I know. I know. Yeah. I'm just, just picking on them. Good ball. Just picking on those Texans. All right, guys, so that is left. We only have two left, which means we have to say goodbye to a friend of the show. We have one Anthony out. Goodbye, Anthony. Thank goodbye. you for playing. Did a great job. We'll miss your, your, your submissions, but I do think that you caused the Eagles to lose. So just to be honest with you, it was your fault. <laughs> Did pick the Eagles. Eagles didn't come through. It was a big upset. I thought it was a solid pick, uh, as he, I'm sure he did too, but didn't pan out for Anthony this time. Oh, so. Fly, fly, fly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that wraps up the You Bet NFL Fan Survivor Pool update. Let's jump into our picks for this week for the NFL. All right, that that just gets you moving, doesn't it? It does. The best theme song ever. <laughs> All right, Mike. Since you think so, it's over to you. Uh, what do you like for your NFL picks this week? <sighs> well, I'm going to play a tease in order to get everybody back into the survivor pool. Thank you. I am teasing the Bills down to minus two and a half. 
and teasing the Seahawks down to minus one and a half to see if the curse is real. Let's go. Remember, kid, <laughs> if we have a double kill this week, everybody's back in. Yep. Every, including the two horrible hosts that are. <laughs> wow. That's <laughs> all right. We can get right back in the pool and right back out. <laughs> Gonna get in the hot tub. <laughs> so thank you, Mike, for taking that for the team to get everybody back in. We appreciate you applying your Maluk on those teams. Thank so- you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm only thinking of all of the wonderful watchers of our podcast here. Just bringing the curse to everybody. Uh, second pick. I think the 49ers bounce back against Minnesota this week. Uh, I got the 49ers minus six and a half. They just have too much talent to not play well for two weeks in a row. So I think they get back on their winning ways. And then I think the last bet, uh, I got the Eagles and Dolphins. I got them over 51 and a half. Um, Eagles have a great offense. Miami has a really good offense, like, historically good offense at this point. So this will be one of the first real tests for the Dolphins. So I uh, I think that each team scores at least four touchdowns, which by my calculations is an over. over. Yep, yep, yep. That's it. So those are my three picks this week, going for the complete upset of the survivor pool betting on Miami's number one offense and the 49ers number one team. And if I have a losing record this week, I'm just going to start flipping coins. Yay. Yay. That's good. <laughs> All right. Hitting analysis. That's great. That's great. We'll, we'll get you a coin. Uh, thanks, Mike. Good that's luck. What I'm here for. Dave, what do you like for NFL? All right, so going over, and this is sad, and hopefully we're going to test this. Uh I also like San Francisco coming back, even though they have some injuries this week, but they're uh, playing at the Vikings, and I just think that San Francisco is going to come back with some fury this week after losing to the Browns. So I got them minus the six and a half. Um, I also think Miami and Philly can score a lot of points. So I have them doing the over as well. Um, here's here's where I'll deviate a little bit outside of what Mike's picks are. Um, I'm looking at the uh, Chargers Chiefs. Uh, Chargers are three, Chiefs are five and one. Chargers have given up more points than all but one NFL team. The hmm. Kansas City Chiefs have given up less points than all but one team. <laughs> I like Kansas City minus five and a half over the Chargers at home. Um, and then let's go Ooh. over. Uh, we're gonna go back to the Browns here, Browns and Indy. Um, Browns defense, pretty damn good. Colts offense, pretty damn bad. So, I'm not gonna pick the Browns because I don't want to put them like on the Browns. I want to see if they can hopefully win again this week, but I also think that they're gonna keep uh the points down. So, I got the Browns Indy under 40 and a half. Fantastic. How'd you say that word again? Maloik or Maluk? <laughs> Maloof is an owner of a, uh, well, it was a former it's owner a of Paul's. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Maloik. Maloik. I, I think that was the correct way of saying what I tried to share with Mike earlier. But yeah, Maloik. Maloik. That's my aggressive way of correcting you, Jeff. <laughs> oh, thank you. And I do need to be corrected often, but not for my picks because. No. I have some picks that are well aligned with you guys. So if I'm wrong, you guys are wrong too. So, <laughs> hey, fuck it. Uh, we got the Browns and Colts under. Totally agree, Dave, with everything you said. Mike mentioned that the Miami Dolphins have a historic offense. Well, I think right now the defense for the Browns are looking rather historic Well, as well. Number one in the league. Not get, They've given up, what, 1,000 yards in five games or something like that the first time in a very long time a team has done that. So uh, that is really good, and the Colts just don't have the offensive uh, power to to hang. So I do like the uh, the under there as well, especially with the uncertainty with uh, whoever's going to be snapping the damn ball and whatever's going to go on there. I don't think the uh, the offense on on the Brown side is going to change my decision here for that under of a forty and a half. So uh, in agreement there. Another one that I'm in agreement on is uh, the Dolphins and Eagles over. 
all O, no D. We're all three in on this one. They are going to score a lot of points. They're the 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 offense numbers that um that the Dolphins have put up have been incredibly impressive. And I do agree with Mike's historic comment on that one too, just because they are number one in, in total yards, number one in passing, number one in, in rushing, number one in points. They are uh, really, really doing a, a good job. They're putting up they're almost, it is 37.2 average points per game. 37.2. Try not to score any points on the way to the parking lot. Jeez, that's a lot of points. A lot of points. And it's not like the... Uh, it's not like the Eagles are slouches. They're number five and put up 26 points per game. Like, like this is this is really good. And their offenses, or I'm sorry, their defenses are nothing really uh in, you know special here. They're just gonna be trying to see who can run to the end zones the fastest here to get this this over for us. So hopefully, um, with our our three of us being in alignment, that this is gonna this is gonna happen. Where I deviate a bit or where I took a couple of different games that we talked about is Actually, we actually we did to talk about these games because uh, we talked about them for the NFL Survivor Pool. But I'm going to do it a little differently because I like math and I did this as a tease. One o'clock game, Bills over or Bills at the the Patriots. Bills to win it. They're at eight and a half right now. Tease that down to two and a half. That's a lovely number to have in a tease, especially when a team that's probably will win you know handily against a pretty weak uh, Patriots team. And then we have Cardinals and Seahawks. I agreed with Dave's assessment that line is a little thick here. So I teased that down to one and a half. They basically just have to win the goddamn game over the Cardinals for this uh, two parts of this, these teases to come together. The Cardinals and Seahawks game is at 405 Eastern. So that's the Bill Seahawks tease. Good numbers. Good my math. exact pick. How did you vary it? What's that? <laughs> that's my exact pick. Yeah, I know, but I didn't listen to you. But actually, you know what? When I looked down, I forgot that I picked Seahawks on this one. So that's why. <laughs> then I started reading it. And I'm like, oh, shit, I did pick Seahawks on this one, too. So, okay, so both of us, Mike, so since we're out of the NFL Survivor oh, Bowl, right. we're both going to take this bet to hopefully screw everything up and, and get us back into the uh, into the pool here, into the hot tub. Wow. That's it. From now on, we're not calling these pools anymore. We're calling them hot tubs. <laughs> All right. So that wraps up the NFL picks. NFL looking good. This game, this week's going to be a lot different than last week. Mike's going to have some winners here. Love it. Love it. Let's go over to some college football. Well, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country sound. We'll all be I just wanted to get to the want a little bang in your yin yang because that should brighten everybody's day. Hell yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Much better on the production value this week, Jeff. Good job. <laughs> well, thank you, sir. <laughs> Our budget continues to expand, so yes. uh, it gets better every week. But uh, considering expanding, let's go over to Dave's amount of picks for college football. Um, I think I set the line last week, Mike. Why don't you set the line this week for Dave's over/under? Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take a chance here. So I looked at these games, and these these are tough. I'm gonna set the line at four and a half. All right, I'll take five. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's a lot to pick from this week. So oh, I know right. one game he's staying away from for sure. Just not to, not to maloof it. Maloof. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. All right. So let's get into it. Bet number one. Oklahoma UCF. Oklahoma uh, riding high this week uh, after yet another win. So this is the fun thing. Uh, Dylan Gabriel, uh, the star QB for Oklahoma, used to play for UCF. So guess oh. what? He's going to punk him. So I got UC, I got Oklahoma over UCF minus 17 and a half. Not even worried about the hook. I think they win by somewhere in the 20s for that game. Nice. All right. So, um, got rid of a game. I was originally, this one does not count. I was originally looking at OU versus Western Michigan. Western Michigan hung with Miami last week, and OU lost. So I am dumping that game. That is not going to be on my list. I was going to I was going to take OU minus 17. So not that does not count. Um so uh moving on, <laughs> looking at staying in, going over to the Big 10 here. 
Iowa minus three and a half versus Minnesota. Love Iowa. They're playing. Uh, they're six and one right now. Three and one in the Big Ten. Minnesota not playing well at all. Iowa always plays well at home, and so I think they stay on their streak and they beat Minnesota by more than three and a half. And then moving over uh, to the ACC, North Carolina playing UVA. UVA barely has a team right now. Uh, they're lucky to even hang on into this game whatsoever. So what I like about this, still don't even care about the 23 and a half. I think that they beat the crap out of UVA at home. Uh, North Carolina, surprisingly, last week, typically they lose those games, uh, but they did not. They continue to win. They're 6-0. and North Carolina, it's a basketball school. What? They're number 10 in the nation. They're 3-0 and in the ACC. And Duke is ranked two. What's going on? This is bullshit. It's not fair. Yeah. It's not fair. Yeah. It's not fair. So North Carolina bludgeons UVA at home by more than 23 and a half points. Wow. Okay, so that's bet number three if we're all counting here. Bet we're all counting. But we are counting. So what do we got next? Let's go over to another uh, big conference. Let's go over to the SEC. I like Ole Miss on the road against Auburn. Ole Miss is minus six and a half. Love this game. Uh, Auburn is just not playing good right now at all. So I, I love the I love the passing yards. I love the rushing yards. I love the defense. I love everything about Ole Miss in this game over Auburn. Auburn is not a good team. I'll take Ole Miss. The game is done. All right, let's move on. <laughs> yeah. And guess yeah. what? We're gonna go. We're gonna go back here to the Big Ten. No. Oh yes. Oh. One, one it more. makes like we haven't even got to the Big Ten yet. <laughs> Are you counting beer? What? <laughs> I'm gonna call this the D bolt pick. Ooh. Oh no. Rutgers on the oh, road. Okay. Over Indiana, minus five. Yeah. Rutgers five and two, two and two in the Big Ten. Indiana two and four. They are getting skunked uh in the Big Ten. They are 0-3. Uh Rutgers uh predicted in this game. Scarlet Knights hoping to had add to the historic start when they visit the struggling Hoosiers. So Rutgers minus five. At Indiana, if you count those all up, one, two, three, four, five, uh, over. Ding, uh, ding, 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 another win, yet another win. Woo! Yeah. You know what? Some of these little wins are more important than anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's picking days over under and winning drinks against Mike that really keeps me going because He's that makes me happy. These little losses are really weighing heavy on my life right now. <laughs> oh, it'll turn around. Just, yeah. You'll, you'll dig yourself out, right? You're due. Right. You're due. Well, speaking They're of being due. due, but Dave, love the picks. Mike, what do you got for your picks to dig out of the hole? Uh, I only got three picks. <laughs> um, I, I wanted to stay away from this, but I just couldn't. <laughs> I... I teased down the Iowa and Minnesota over to 24 and a half. <laughs> they have to score more. Both teams, not just one team, both teams combined have to score 24 and a half for me to win this bet. And I paired it with Alabama just because I, I, I got I can get Alabama under a field goal. Under Alabama get tease it from eight and a half down to two and a half over Tennessee. Tennessee, they're just they're a team that everybody somehow they get a number in front of their their team name every year, and then every big game it doesn't look like they deserve that number. So. And I think that Alabama wins this well, and all of a sudden they move up to position like eight, and all of a sudden they're back in the national title hunt, and I hate it. And it's just the way this every year goes, the way they script it. So I got Iowa and Minnesota over 24 and a half, and Alabama minus two and a half. Um, I don't like this particular pick either, but I'm going to go for it. Uh, I've got Oregon minus 20 and a half. That's a big, big number. And I hate taking these big numbers, but (laughs) 
Oregon's coming off a really rough loss. They're at home playing against the Washington State team, who is okay, but not nearly on their level. They're four and two. I saw a four and two record and getting 20 and a half. So I think Oregon is just pissed. They're going to kill people with dysentery. They're going to kill people. Wow. Oh, yeah, that's an Oregon Trail reference. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you to all our young listeners. They're going dysentery. <laughs> it's a dumb game, but it was fun. It was the best we had at the time, but we liked it. Uh, and finally, I have USC and Utah over 53 and a half. Uh, USC looked terrible last week, and then Caleb Williams decided to come out and say that when he gets signed, he wants now ownership of whatever NFL team signs him. So I think think the head's getting a little big for Caleb Williams. So I think in order for him to even potentially demand ownership, he's going to come out and have a good week. So I think it's a great game. I think it's a close game, which, again, close games tend to lead to overs. So – USC, Utah over 53 and a half. Done. Nice. I feel it, Mike. I felt the tide shift as you were explaining the games. I felt it. That's what I like to hear. All right, guys, I got a few for you as well, uh, but just just three is the uh, the first games at 330. I like uh, uh, Missouri at home beating South Carolina. South Carolina is, uh, you know, having a little bit of difficulty here. They're coming in with two losses. They look like they're having a little bit of trouble, especially with the passing game. Missouri's going to come and pass all over them. Right now the line's at 7.5. I like this all the way up to 10, so I think 7.5 is pretty comfortable. Missouri's going to prove why they deserve the 20 or better in front of their name, that number in front of their name. So Mizzou is going to beat South Carolina by more than seven and a half because Carolina, South Carolina cannot stop the passing game. So that's at three 30. I like that one. And this one I put this pick because of conversations we've had previously. This is the Harbaugh's a dick pick. Uh, so <laughs> it's, it's, it's Michigan over. Wait, hold on. Did you say Harbaugh sent you a dick pick? Is that <laughs> oh, what the next I, Oh God, I wish he did. I would love to talk about it and share it through this channel. If you're listening, have the khakis in the picture, there's, there's very few dick pics I would want sent to me, but boy, <laughs> that'd be one that we could have some fun with. Uh, <laughs> wow. <Right> now, <laughs> back to the game. Michigan is favored by 24 points, 24 points. And I think that Michigan is going to put that up and continue to just try to dominate this as much as possible. Uh, it's a bit of a, a competitive uh, thing that Harbaugh has, especially against Michigan State. Michigan State has imploded, I think is the word that people use. They are the looking bad on both sides of the ball. And they're just not going to be able to be uh, anywhere in the caliber of of Michigan. So I like them at twenty four straight up. Take it because Harbaugh's a dick, and I, you know, when when people show you who they are, you believe them. So take this pick at twenty four. The next one I like here is a fun one. It is Duke at Florida State. This is number sixteen Duke at number four Florida State. You know, I looked at this a bit. You know what I picked, guys? I picked the under here. I picked the 49 and a half, right? And the reason right. why is because Duke has given up less than 10 points on per game per uh, average uh, so far this season. Duke's defense is phenomenal, and they've been able to hold off uh, attacks from some other big-name teams. I don't think that uh, Florida State here is going to be able to have the usual uh, dominance on the offense that they've been able to put up in in so far this season. We think they're a good team. I think they're very good on offense, but the Duke uh, defense is going to hold a bit to keep that score down. Plus, Duke probably won't be able to put up many points against Florida State. I think Florida State wins overall on this one. Unfortunately, Duke, I think the run you've had has been pretty good. But Florida State's going to win likely, um, but I didn't like the, uh, the line there, but I do like the under at 49.5. So Duke, Florida State at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, uh, under. 49 and a half. Take it. Like it. Book it. Good luck to me. So there's think, a over under that's out there for the Michigan Michigan State game. It's under over two and a half fights. Ooh. <laughs> I, I take the over. <laughs> I would too. I mean, that includes pregame too. So it doesn't have to be during the game. So over under two and a half fights that occur. Mich- I agree with you. I mean, Michigan State after they fired Mel Tucker. I mean, that, that program is in disarray. 
And but these two teams just absolutely hate each other. And um, they will. I, I think there's a lot more animosity. I think this is Michigan State's Super Bowl. And if they could win this game after lose losing last week to Rutgers when they were up 18, um, this will be their their biggest game of the year. And after this, they will implode for the rest of the year. So I'll take the over in the two and a half fights as well. <laughs> like, I, how do you what 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 like what's the classification for a fight? Like, does it have to be stopped by the reps? Is it actually like a penalty flag? Like, what's an actual fight? I, I think anytime Ooh. somebody starts to like wrestle with each other, start you know uh, flags definitely. I mean that's that's yeah, that's yeah. a that, that's for sure. But pregame fight, we all know what that looks like. And then uh, I think during during the uh, the game or even after the game too. So anytime the two teams are on the field. I think that that constitute fair play, and I think there's going to be quite a few fights here. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We uh we all seem to avoid the the one game that we're all going to be watching at nine eight or noon tomorrow. Uh, any thoughts on uh Ohio State Penn State? Go Bucks. Go Bucks. Um, the only thing I wish <clears throat> these games are so much better. I don't care where they're played, but at night. Yeah. I mean, the Penn State at night is awesome when they do the whiteouts, and Ohio State at night, um, blackouts, scarlet. They're doing a scarlet. Everybody's wearing scarlet this week. Um, I think that's going to be awesome. But you know, a noon game, I think it's going to be dumbed down a little bit. Uh, I think it's just going to be tight defense on this one. I think the over under at forty five and a half is appropriate. I think they keep it close, and Ohio State minus four and a half at home. I, this is this is going to be tough. I mean, it's. Yeah. I think well, it's going to be. That line moved the whole point opened at three and a half up to four and a half now. Yeah. I'll, I'll be curious to see what it's at at about 1130 uh, tomorrow. Yeah. That'll be two hours and a half after my game starts. Your game. Everybody's it's East coast, man. Nobody cares about the West coast. <laughs> right. Don't even listen. We're relevant. Damn it. No, you're not. I, the only Thank thing I, I'd like to hear um, is the under. Um, I don't. I I, can't, I couldn't pick one one of the the teams here to win it outright. The the defense on uh, the Penn State side is phenomenal. Uh, Ohio State's defense is quite good too. So I do think that. I mean, they've given up. Penn State's given up eight points on average this season uh, per game, and Ohio State's given up just under ten. So I do think defense is going to be a defensive battle. Whatever defense holds wins this game, and I think that's going to keep it uh, keep it under. Plus. If you're looking at Penn State's five games, I think they're they're a little overrated because they played UMass last week, sixty three to nothing. UMass is a horrible team. You got Northwestern, who's who's not great, but I mean at least still in the Big Ten, forty one to thirteen. You got Iowa at home, thirty one nothing. You got Illinois, who sucks. They're thir- they won that one thirty to seventeen, and then they beat Delaware sixty three to seven. So you're not really looking at offensive powerhouses here. And folks that can score, I think they'll give. I think they're going to give up some some scores here. I just think it's going to be close because I think both teams can offensively score against each other. So I am going to make a drink bet with you, Jeffrey. No, I'm no. taking. The, I'll take the over against you. Ooh, oh, bitch! Is that kind of like your sixth pick? No. Yeah, still over. <laughs> <laughs> Did I lose more? <laughs> All right, so Dave, you and I are going to go for a drink. Uh, are we allowed to transfer drinks? Like I think it, we just both get together and just drink it. <laughs> Sorry, oh, I don't know. I say, but I this wasn't a formal pick. Like I, I don't know if I'm confident enough because I didn't pick this as like a a recommended pick for our audience. This is just like a sidebar. They offhand, if, I had, if I had to pick anything, I would pick the under forty five and a half. Let me think. Give up ten. What do they? What do they usually score? See, yeah, I think you're right. Penn State's inflated on their offense. Ohio State's probably not too much. That's 36. I'm running the analysis, guys. Bear with me. There's calculations. If I had a calculation noise, I would play it right now. <laughs> Hold on. 18. No, it's not. That's 17. They're the one. 18. Uh, Hold on. I'm getting there. Oh, boy. Thank you. This is this is riveting riveting news Plus here. Plus eighteen riveting, equals riveting entertainment. Oh, it's coming up. That makes it even worse. Oh well, fuck it. I'll take it, Dave. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh God. 
I do. I, I do think the defense is going to be defense. It's going to be an impressive defensive uh, hold here. Um, but I don't know. I want to see Ohio State to win. We'll see what happens. I'm sure a Vegas is close. So it's, uh, you know, as Mike would say, just he's going to flip a coin. So sure. <laughs> that is <laughs> that brings us to the end of of, of our uh, college football picks. And now let's get on to the best of the rest. Yes. I got my favorite best of the rest music. Yes. <laughs> Very excited. Mike to go to Pondo and punch a wall right now. Olive <laughs> <laughs> Garden, thank you very much. All right, OG, whatever. Olive Garden's friend of the show. Um, <laughs> let's, let's go, Mike. Over you're to here, you. your family. <laughs> Unless you piss Mike off. <laughs> right. Hey, family fights sometimes. <laughs> All right. Let's get okay. into the best of the rest, Mike. What do you like out there? Uh, we got a couple baseball games tonight, but uh, I only bet on one. Um, the Rangers and the Astros have been scoring runs like wildfires, which I don't know if I can say in L.A. too loud, but uh, I think the trend ends. Uh, uh, I have this going under eight and a half. Uh, again, like runs have not been at a premium with this. It still is playoff baseball and pitching does matter in playoff baseball. And I think the run line's a little inflated just because of the past four games in this series. So I want to take a flyer on the under eight and a half there. And hopefully, God, I, I, I want Verlander to lose because I don't want the Astros to win, but Oh, well, just do what I got to do. Under. Under because they've been scoring like wildfire. Uh, yes, I think the I think the trend, it it always evens out with Vegas. They adjust to make sure that it's never the same result all the time. Like, you know, you, you look through when you factor in their spreads and their adjustments to the lines, it's about an even. They want even numbers on both sides. So it's been over the first four games. So I'm going under. Good call. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I was just making sure I was listening clearly. I just want to make sure. I oh, now know. you want to listen. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, that's good. Thank you, Mike. Dave, over to you. Best of the rest. What do you like? You know, it's funny about that series, uh, Mike, the Astros Rangers, is that the home team can't win. Right. And so they got one more. They did a, what this at 232 that they're doing on this one. Yep. Right. Yep. So, one more in Texas. One more home game here. So they got to pull at least this thing out. I, I'm rooting for the Rangers as well. I'm not betting on them. Uh, I'm just going to watch this thing. Uh, I'm going over across the pond, kids, because guess what? International break is over with. And Premier League starts right back up here on Saturday. So I'm taking two teams that I hate. Uh, because I, this is all about Team Wallet, not about Team Dave. So <laughs> Arsenal is uh, on the road uh, playing at Chelsea. Chelsea is 3-2-3. Uh, three, three. Arsenal 6-2 near the top of the table. And Arsenal is pl getting plus 130. I'll take that one all day long. And then my nemesis, I hate them so much, but it's Manchester United. They are 4-0-4 four, four, going against a winless Sheffield United team in London, England. Uh, or actually Sheffield, England. It's all the same shit. But regardless, they're going to lose at home. So Man U uh, is going to take out Sheffield United. So those are my two bonus picks. Nice. Nice. So what is what is the international break? That's just like they just everybody agrees that we're not going to play for a while? Like what does that mean? Now what happens is that all these players go and um, – a good chunk of them go and play for their national teams. Wow. So, like, Pulisic came home, played for the United States for a couple friendlies. Uh, these are actually, like, qualifiers uh, for tournaments that are going to happen in the future. Uh, a lot of the uh, the other uh, players were playing over in Europe for their uh, their native uh, land there uh, for the, the Europe tournaments that are coming up as well. So, they're all just kind of tournaments within the, the regular season year. It's almost like if uh, the NBA decided to hold a tournament – in the middle of the season for another trophy. They, they are actually. Yeah. But this, but it doesn't act as like a, a normal 
like doesn't do anything for the NBA schedule or anything like that. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for that. And uh, good luck across the pond. I'm going back across the pond, back to our neighborhood. And I don't know. Um, I'm going to go to baseball on the field. Um, I, I did look at uh, the Mike game that he was talking about with the Astros and Rangers. Uh, I'm not sure who I'm rooting for in that game yet. I think I'm rooting for the Rangers, but I, I just actually don't care. So I went to the other game where I do have a favorite. I've become quite a bit of a Phillies fan through all of this. And I am pretty impressed at their performance, uh, some of the energy there, some of the fun that they're having. I'm just getting into it, right? I, I like it. I like I like it. <laughs> so, uh, but at this game, I'm not sure what's going to happen. If I had to pick and I had to be, because that's what we do here. And if I had to pick and, and say like, what's going to happen in the series, I do think that the Diamondbacks win this one tonight, lose the next game. And then the Phillies win it at home. That's, that's my guess. Uh, my conspiracy theory guess of making sure they win the game, uh, win the, the series out at home. But uh, I do think Phillies are a better team. They're hot right now. Their hitting is incredible. They won that game 10 to nothing. Saw some of that. That was just really cool. But even so, with those big numbers, uh, they really haven't scored that many. And I don't think – I think they're they're, they're putting the Sanchez in. He hasn't uh, played yet in the postseason But the uh, uh, for the Phillies. But I I think that overall the game is going to stay under 9.5. So that's where I fell on this. I couldn't really take – Philly, because I do think they may lose this one. But I'm not 100% sure that the Diamondbacks uh, can, can pull out wins against uh, the Phillies' momentum that they have. But I do think the game will stay under 9.5. 9.5 is high for this. If you look at the last no, numerous games here, there there hasn't been many that were over uh, over 10 uh, ten or over. So that that's, that's I'm not sure why it's so high. I'm sure Vegas does know something, but um, I do not on this one. It looks like it's off to me, so I'm going to take advantage of it, and I'm going to go under Nine and a half for Phillies and Diamondbacks tonight at 8.07 p.m. real time. All right. <laughs> Not imaginary time. <laughs> Not imaginary time, like whatever you're on over there. So that wraps up the best of the rest. They're never going to keep them down. What do we got here for news? Gentlemen, anything we would like to bring up, talk about, make fun of for um, our audience to wrap this up? Uh, Michigan has another scandal this year. Ooh. Dick Do you picks, hear about this? I heard they were saying dick pics to a great podcast called You Bet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was in addition to this one where they're being accused of stealing signs. Like uh, yard they, signs they, or like street signs? Yes, yes. They they stole they stole the, the Willie Mays drive down at Columbus, Jeff. Oh, bastards. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, Inside joke there, guys. Sorry about that. But, uh, yes, they uh, there was a – I think it was against – was it Northwestern, Dave, where the coach came out? It was like 14-7 to 7 at halftime against Northwestern in Michigan. And the interview at the halftime was like – the coach was just mad. He goes, yeah, things aren't going well out there. Like, things are, like, really, like, just wrong out there. Because apparently Michigan has been sending, like – a former former colonel in the army that used to graduate from Michigan ahead to watch opponents and write down their signals what? and watch their signals and give them to Michigan for the, when they play them. What? So basically they're stealing like, like signs. So they know plays that are coming and stuff like that. <laughs> like between Harbaugh, like, buying lunch at the wrong time and stealing signs. He's really just turning into Belichick. And this was the reason why we all hate him. <laughs> right. Right. That's, it's, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, and it's kind of fun that the new England's really getting their, their, uh, Come off everything's coming down on new England. It's really fun to watch, but that won't change the subject. I'll let you guys discuss what you think about this Michigan scandal first. Will we believe it, but it happens all the fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's one thing to watch film and stuff like that. It's another thing to actually like send folks there. I mean, that's that's their their big problem is that he was off campus um and being at the games and looking at, you know, everything that they were doing. So I think this this it, it was prohibited. It's started like nineteen ninety four or something like that that they put this this uh rule in place. So 
the thing that's going to happen here is that it's going to get thrown underneath the carpet, I believe. He'll probably, he's a lower level employee. Harbaugh has no knowledge of it whatsoever, even though he's supposed to be putting the game plan together and yeah. calling plays and whatnot. And so, you know, he's probably going, guys, seriously, what the fuck is going on here? Can you please stop doing this bullshit? We're a good enough team in order to do it. And they are. But I think this just puts a little wrinkle in it. All the Michigan defenders are out there saying, well, if you can't beat us on the field, you got to take us off the field. Now, fuck you. You're Michigan. Nobody likes you. So uh, what I tell you is I, I think they're going to find this guy. They're going to find evidence. They'll probably dock him a couple of games or something like that. Or, you know, uh, who knows? But it's not going to affect them this year. I think they're still going to play strong and can't wait until the end of November. Yeah. That'll be a good game. I mean, I think I, I do think that the signal, the, the 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 responsibility falls on the signal giver. Like you know, that's why the third base coach of baseball is like you know, patty cake and all around and doing whatever, right? Because it's to throw off what signal he's actually giving, so their team doesn't learn the signal, right? That's why they do it. It's not like hey, steal next pitch, like you know what I mean? Like they 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 do it to to mask it. I think the football should do the same. I think the responsibility is on the people giving the signs because you could have someone in the fans, a fan, a legitimate fan in the crowd, go to every of your opponent's games, write down everything they see happen and hand it in. Like, why shouldn't you be able to do that? Right. Why couldn't you do it from the films? Why couldn't you do it from other places? I think it's part of the game. I think you should be watching the coaches. You should be watching what's happening on the sidelines as part of what your responsibility is to manage a game. So I don't know. I really don't care. Um, because because all you should be able to do then is, is throw up the fakes. Like, you know, it's the false tells. You, you throw what you set things up to change it. You throw the audibles. You get the responsibility on the field to make things, uh, to make, make audibles, make calls, make changes as you see fit. So I, I think it's, I think it's a bunch of nothing. I think that people are just trying to make some disparaging comments because everybody hates the skunk weasels. So like, it, it's just, it's just nonsense. And I don't think it's the skunk weasel. Skunk like weasels. It. Yeah. Like, the, the dude, the dude in question here does have a great name, Connor Stallions. No, what yes. is that? A fucking romance novel? <laughs> I thought I ordered that at the Olive Garden. Yeah. Connor Stallions. Connor Stallions, or or he's you know part of a futuristic time traveling uh, rock band. <laughs> <laughs> Middle name Wild. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Any other news that we uh, see out there that we want to chat about? Well, we are kind of a predictive show. I don't know if we want to breach breach this topic, but wait over under January that we have a a speaker of the house. (laughs) (laughs) He's old man. I would take the under because they're going to put in a temporary speaker soon to pass the bills to make sure the funding gets to Israel and Ukraine. That's my guess. Yeah. If I, if I don't that count. If you say actually an elected speaker, like an actual that, official speaker, I yeah. have no idea if we're ever going to have a speaker again. That's crazy. Dave? This is a sports show. I don't feel like talking about politics. <laughs> <laughs> don't okay. bring it into no, play. Dude. That's all right. I'll predict the weather. I don't care. Ask me. What's the weather going to be like? Oh, I think it's going to be this. <laughs> I'll predict Hurricane anything. All day. <laughs> all day. Every, every fucking day, you go onto the you go onto any website, and it's just instigating like folks just fighting with each other. Yeah. Uh, so I know, it's stupid. And on this, <laughs> have a I... coconut island. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> So Dave's going under as well. <laughs> I, I think all politicians are there to screw you. No. It's true. Uh, it is, yeah. I think that is one thing that all of us agree on. Yeah. And I don't care if you have a D in front of you or an R after your name. It, it's they're all spending way too much fucking money, and they're the, the it's it's bullshit. So there, there's my yeah. thought. All right, oh, no, we'll write that one down. That's <laughs> twenty years, guys. I think you know me. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That's good. Actually, Mike, I honestly thought I was because I was predicting what you were going to say. I'm like, you're like, by January, are we going to? I thought you were going to say, are we going to be in World War Three? Is what went through oh. my head, and I'm like, oh no, no, don't let's not go there. This I wasn't is, going that bleak. Yeah, this is a distraction from reality. 
Thank you. That's hey, weird. if uh, play NHL has started up, and if you guys want to see a great young player, uh, start watching the Chicago Blackhawks because Connor uh, Bedard is yep. playing his fucking mind. They're saying he's going to be the next Crosby. Um, I mean, he is just he's an unbelievable player and a lot of fun to watch. So, and I am not a Chicago Blackhawks fan at all. I am a Pittsburgh Penguins fan, and I'm hoping that they can finally make one last run here before Crosby and Malkin uh, just go into dust. Um, yeah. so, um, yeah, watch, watch NHL. It is, uh, it is the best sport that's out there, especially the playoffs. Pens had pretty good odds this year to win the title, which I thought was strange because they've been kind of mediocre at best the last few years. So I don't know what changed. I don't know who they picked up in the off season to, to bump those odds up, but. Yeah, they, they did a lot of moves in the, uh, in the off season leading up to, uh, uh, this year. And solidifying their uh, their front lines, um, they just got to make sure that they can play defense. And you know, again, last year I think the theme of the NHL was goalies were optional. Yes. Uh, so, you know, if they could actually start playing some defense and not get let the puck go into their fucking uh, net, I think the you know, I think they'll make a nice run. It's they they there's some other teams that are out there that are just really really good. Vegas will be good again. Yeah. So you mentioned that. You compared this nice young stallion uh, to uh, Crosby. Is Gretzky just off limits? Like, you just can't make that comparison? He's too old. Nobody knows him anymore. Nobody knows Gretzky? Yeah. Well, they no. don't really compare people to Ruth anymore. They do, too. Otani was compared to Ruth all season this season. The only reason he was is because Ruth was the last person to pitch and hit. Which is a comparison. <laughs> so uh, I'm pretty sure in hockey, they still score goals and they still skate. So the, why would you be able to compare it to Gretzky? I, I they don't I, compare people to Hornus Wagner anymore, who was considered one of the best shortstops ever. They compare him to Jeter. It's just modern. modern. Jeter anymore either, Mike. Huh? Well, who Jeter. are they comparing the shortstops to now? The, the reason I think the reason why they're saying he's going to be the next Crosby is because they're looking at the passing of the torch, essentially. Mm. Not, not really like he's going to be better than Crosby. Or it's he's no. going to be the, base. the next superstar. Yeah, gotcha. That's what they're trying to say. Yeah, not that he's going to break all the records or or do something like that. He's just going to be the next guy to watch because he's phenomenal. Correct. Gotcha. You know they celebrate the uh, start of NHL season up in Canada. I drink. I don't know what they do to celebrate it, but I, I heard uh, numerous reports that it's you know it's not quite a holiday, but it kind of is. It's kind of like Groundhog like Day NFL here. Kickoff. It seems like a little bigger than that to me, but uh, maybe it's similar. Well, it, NFL kickoff is usually just one game in one city. This is probably multiple games on the same night yeah it probably is you're right that's why maybe it feels a little bigger for you see all the fans more fans can get involved at one time right cool anything else guys before we wrap anything just want to reiterate that harbaugh is a dick <laughs> noted and brett Favre is an asshole in Jack. case that was not clear <laughs> throughout this episode uh he is not a friend of the show but no uh, no i'll no. keep checking my phone for the dick pics so if you like what you hear, download, like, and subscribe. Share it with a friend because sharing is caring. And then find more friends to share it with because that's what you should do. Follow us out at X on UBet underscore podcast. Instagram at UBet podcast. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today for this fun. May the odds forever be in your favor. And uh, good luck in your picks, everyone. See ya. Peace.